I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Lord, we come to this holy moment. We ask for anointing, a fresh anointing, God, that your name might be glorified. Lord, that we might leave here different than we walked in. So now, God, we pray that you would glorify yourself and that you'd use these clay lips for your honor and for your glory. In Christ's name, amen. Well, thank you, Dr. Tennant, for that uh, very gracious and kind introduction. And what an honor and a privilege it is to stand in the sacred place before you today. I can tell you that uh, I'm very comfortable sitting where most of you are sitting, in the pew. Uh, during my time at Asbury as a student, I attended chapel and I sat in the pew. And never in my wildest dreams, never ever did it cross my mind when I was sitting in those pews that I would be standing on this side of the pulpit in this place. So if I would have had any idea just seven years ago when I was sitting in the pew that I would be standing here, I probably would have paid more attention. <laughs> so the message is, when God says move forward, pay attention. You never know why you, where you might end up. Bless God for his goodness for us. So this is where I find myself today as the newly installed Vice President of Formation at Asbury in a new role, moving forward in faith with you, trusting God that his name will be glorified to serve his people, to his honor and to his glory. And that's what I want to share with you from the Word of God today. I want to talk about transitions. Now, surely new students think they're in a transition. But transitions aren't just for new students. They're for returning students, but transitions are for everyone. They're for faculty. They're for staff. They're for administrators. We're always going through transitions. And what I'd like us to think about this morning is what happens when we hear God say, get up and move. Get up and move. So no matter how many times I've had to transition, and I promise you over the years uh, I've had many of them. The older you get, the more transitions you get to work through. And I can tell you that they can be difficult. Because in transitions, we are going from what's familiar to us to what's unfamiliar. When we move forward in transitions, we're often leaving the comfortable, I hope y'all hear me preaching in here today, <laughs> moving to the uncomfortable. We leave family, we leave friends, we leave those that love us to move to unknown environments. Transitions can be difficult, and moving forward can be hard. 
Oftentimes in transitions, we leave our community. People that we've done life with, the place that we belong, and we go into a place that we wander around trying to find out where do we belong now in this new place. But let me tell you what I've learned over a few years. It's often in transition that we get surprised by God. When we move forward, we learn how to trust God. And uh, transitions can be good for us because in being surprised by God, we learn more about who he is and what he can do. Transitions, when we leave the known and go to the unknown, can be a great place of obedience. Sometimes we leave what's comfortable and go to the uncomfortable because we've heard the call of God. Uh, uh, that can be a place that's good for us. He's telling us to move forward and to step out on faith and find obedience in following his voice. So I tell you today, when we move out, when we hear God's voice in obedience, no matter how it looks, his hand will always provide. He's that kind of God. I said he's that kind of God. Y'all too quiet in here for me today. I don't know where y'all go to church, but it's not a quiet church where I go. And uh, he, he's, he's that kind of God, and we can trust him. And that's what I want to talk about today. So those of us who may be a little bit older can look at a younger generation and say to them as they're finding their way in transition, you can trust this God. You can move forward, even we don't know how it's going to look. So what I want to glean from this text this morning, very quickly, I pray, take my seat and sit down, is I want, I tell you, I'm used to that side. But I do want you to see three things about God. You know, often in transition, and I'll always, you know, I go off this manuscript, I hear the Holy Ghost. Often in transition, we look at ourselves. But God's calling us as a community Asbury, to keep our eyes on him. And when we keep our eyes on God, you will find a place of protection. His presence will keep us, and he will always give us provision. That's what I want us to see in our text this morning, that when God tells us to move forward, he, is, he will also provide a place of protection. He'll bring his presence, and he'll always give provision. Now, I don't know about you, but I like a good story. And in the text this morning, we have a really good story. God has delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, and now he's leaving. They have left Egypt, Moses has taken his direction from God. And the first thing we find that I find so interesting 
is God is leading them by a roundabout way. Why did God take them a roundabout way? Why, why didn't he take them the short way, the straight way, the direct way? Well, he didn't want them to go through Philistine country. He knew that they were slaves, and they hadn't been formed, and they hadn't been prepared, and they weren't ready to fight. Well, he knew that if, he, if they faced war on the short route, you know what? They might change their mind and want to go back to Egypt and go back to being slaves. He didn't want them to give up and return to what's familiar. So God's keeping them. He's protecting them. And my brothers and sisters, I declare to you today that when we're in transition, it may seem like the roundabout way. It may not seem like, I know some of you students, may not feel like you've been the direct route. But what I'm telling you is if you listen to the call of God in obedience, he will protect you. I know that it's true. He'll take you around obstacles that you don't know anything about because he's that kind of God. He's going to take us away that, I love this in the text, that we can tolerate. That, because he knows our frame. He knows that we are but dust, and yet he loves us, and he's going to protect us. I love that about this story, that God is protecting his people. And just like he protects his people, and the children of Israel, guess what? God's still protecting his people today. Y'all missed a good place to shout. <laughs> oh, to be kept by Jesus. To be kept by the power of God. To be kept from the world unspotted, treading where Jesus trod. I guess you don't know anything about that. It's all right. So that's the first point. Our second point this morning, you know the story. Uh, they're coming out of Egypt and God's with them. He's given them a visible sign of his presence. It's a pillar of cloud to guide them by day and a pillar of fire to give them light by night so that they could journey or travel day or night, 24-7. His presence was allowing them to travel towards the promised land, the land that he had promised to give them. And it says that this pillar of cloud and this pillar of fire never left them. It always stayed in front of the people. Not only will God protect us, we're in transition. His presence will go with us when we're called by him. We may not have the physical presence of God like these children of Israel had in transition, but believe me, we have his presence. We know that he has promised that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He's that kind of God. His presence goes with us. I don't know about you, but when I show up in the room, 
God shows up in the room. His presence goes with me. Why? Because I've done something special. I have something special in me. No, because of his grace, his love, and his mercy. He wants to go with us. He wants us to come into his presence. He wants to intertwine with us. He wants us to be more like him, to be known by him, and to be known uh, for him to know us. That's the kind of God that we serve. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. When we step out in faith and we're called to do what he's called us to do. Well, we pick up the story. Y'all know this story. They're out of Egypt about three days. Here comes the first challenge, first obstacle. Here comes Pharaoh. I know that many of you don't walk to a place in transition and have Pharaoh show up. But he does. He wakes up. He says, Lord, have mercy. What have we done? We have let these slaves go. Who's going to do the work around here? So he gets together his army and his chariots to pursue the children of Israel. His intent is to bring them back to bondage. Let me tell you something. When you're transitioning, don't allow the enemy to bring you back into what you have left. He will come. Pharaoh shows up in a lot of different ways. I, I wish I had time this morning to talk about it. See, he, he, he'll show up in your habit of pornography. Oh, yeah, he will. Oh, yeah, he will. He'll show up in your hurt and brokenness when you're in transition. When he waits until you get in an unfamiliar place to try to take what God has given you away from you. Pharaoh intended to scare these children of Israel with all these chariots and this army. But we know that uh, that doesn't work. So they meet their first obstacle, and you know, I love about this text, they're marching out of Egypt boldly. Sometimes when God gives us something new, we're excited, right? We're bold, we're courageous, we're saying, yes, let's move forward. Come on now, use your imaginations. Think about these people. They are coming out of Egypt with all Egypt stuff. They plundered them, right? These slaves, what are slaves going to do with gold and jewelry and silver? But God has laid up the wealth of the wicked for the righteous. And they have all this stuff they plundered, and they're happy. Can't you see them? Get inside the text. Can't you see them? And then they're only three days out, and they hear horses, and they hear chariots coming up behind them. And here's where they find themselves in transition. They have a Red Sea in front of them. They don't have any idea how they're going to cross it. And they hear the sound of horses and chariots behind them. And they look back. They look back and fear sets in. 
Anybody listening to me today? I hope you hear this. And rather than trusting God to move forward, they look back. They begin to murmur. They begin to complain. Dr. Martin would teach us they began to have a depreciative attitude about our God. It's a bad place to be, to have a depreciative attitude about a holy God. But let me rush on. They say to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us bringing us out of Egypt, right? It's not the very thing we told you in Egypt. Leave us alone and let us serve these Egyptians. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. What an interesting attitude. <laughs> to say, I prefer slavery. I'd rather be bound than to be free. Y'all hear me in here today? Don't choose to be bound because Christ has set us free. You mean to tell me that they'd rather make bricks without straw than to be free in the Lord? Have they not learned anything? Well, they're only out three days, so maybe they hadn't learned enough. <laughs> I'd like to suggest to you today my brothers and my sisters, when we are hemmed in, when we are in spots that we feel like our back, it's against the wall, let's make sure we don't find ourselves in a place of grumbling and complaining and murmuring. Because they didn't know that God was actually protecting them. He had his presence with them, a pillar of cloud by day, pillar of fire by night. He was with them. You know the story. He had purpose for them. He had plans for them, as he has purpose and plans for us. And even with that, there was still a temptation to look back. Don't be found looking back. God deserves better than that from those of us who are called when we find ourselves in transition. You see, a life anchored in Christ will make us look at God and rejoice no matter what our circumstances are. Our joy is not found in circumstances, but it's found in the presence of God. There is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, I wish somebody knew the Bible in here, are pleasures forevermore. The children of Israel missed a great opportunity for a night of praise and worship when they were at the Red Sea and Pharaoh was on their backs. See, I believe that God wants us to grow in transition. He wants to increase our capacity to hold more of him. 
He wants us to become more like him. And the only way that's going to happen here at Asbury is we keep our eyes on him and we move forward. We appreciate the history, but we look to what God is doing in this time and this season. Moses brings the word to the people. Don't be afraid. Stand firm and see the deliverance that the Lord will accomplish for you today. The Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to keep still. So when we're hemmed in and we're faced with impossible situations, we have to wait on God. We have to wait for him to fight our battles. Our posture is to cry out to him and keep still and live in his presence. When God brings us out, our posture is to stay out and keep our deliverance. Don't look back. Move forward. Anybody in here hear me today? And then the next thing we see in this amazing text is verse 15. You know, I, I, I can't remember how many times I've read the book of Exodus. And somewhere I never saw verse 15. And maybe it's for this season at Asbury that God points out to me, why are you crying out to me? Tell the children of Israel to get up and get moving, to move forward. What the Israelites didn't know is that God was going to fight for them. He was going to provide for them, and he, all he was going to require from them was obedience and trust. You see, a sanctified life, one that's been shaped and formed by God, will make us look at our situations and rejoice. I know what I'm talking about. He will make us count it as joy and rejoice in the God of our salvation. Because as the children of God, we know that the battle has been fought and the victory has already been won by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, when you have these moments of feeling hemmed in when your back's against the wall, you are going to have them. Don't look back. Keep moving. Move forward. What is God preparing you for? What is God equipping you to do? Trust it. Read, study, pray, get in community, get in a band, ask for accountability. Get involved in a local church, serve the people of God. Move forward. Be, be willing to follow God wherever he leads, even sometimes into uncomfortable places in transition. Don't get stuck in transition. Don't isolate. Move forward. God wants to demonstrate his power in your life, in my life, and he'll be with us. My last thought as we move forward here. We know that we're protected by God. We know he sends his presence. And the last thought is there's provision when we're obedient and put our trust in God. Look, 
Here's what the children of Israel didn't know that was going to go on when they were there murmuring and complaining. They didn't know when God said move forward that the presence of God was going to move from the front to the back. And God's presence was going to get between the children of Israel and Pharaoh's army. He, he was going to make provision that darkness was that way and light was that way. They didn't know. They didn't know his presence was going to stay there all night long. They, they didn't know that because his presence was with them, he was going to protect and provide for them. They didn't know God was going to give Moses instructions to stretch out his hand and stretch out his staff. Who does that? Who does that? But when God speaks, we are to obey. The children of Israel didn't know that God was going to have a strong east wind blow all night long and roll up the Red Sea. They didn't know so that they would cross over on dry ground. God was going to provide everything they could even need or want if they would simply move forward. I love how this text points. Text will point. Is that right? This text is pointing us today. This text is pointing us. Let, let, let me take an intermediate step. In, in Exodus 19, I love that. This text is pointing to Exodus 19. These slaves were just out of Egypt for three months. And God was going to change their identity. He was taking them from slaves to priests. And, and this text is pointing. It's pointing to a time of Christ. It, it ought to have a familiar ring to you. Does anybody hear a familiar ring when I say to you that, that God told Moses, tell them they're going to be a kingdom of priests and they'll minister to a dark and lost world. That ought to have a familiar ring to the people of God. He was changing their identity. And he has changed our identity. That's why we don't have to worry about our transitions. He says in 1 Peter 2.9, the same sort of language that we hear back in Exodus. You're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. This is not just a story in Exodus. It points to the work of Calvary, to our Lord and our Savior when he changes our identity. He brings us from sinners to a new life in Christ. I love, I love this text. We've been called to be a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. We've gathered here in Estes Chapel from different places all over the world because God is still calling us for his purposes and his plans. 
the love of Christ, the grace of God, the power of the Holy Spirit will keep us to give God glory when we're in transition. He will protect us. He will go with us. He will provide for us. So as this new academic year begins for us, we can rest assured that the love of Christ will protect us. We can rest assured that Christ is with us and that Christ has provided for us. Let's move forward in this great work that God has appointed and ordained for our hands at this time, in this place, for this season. Amen.